0: hey welcome back to the bridge to okay podcast today i'm going to be talking about nightmares specifically adult nightmares and compare them a little bit to childhood nightmares so when you're a kid and you have a nightmare a lot of times it's because you just watched a scary movie and the dream will be about something like a monster chasing you and you could still have that reaction to movies and have those kind of dreams as an adult but the more common nightmares as adult are like teeth falling out and like public speaking and things that are scary to you it's like more personalized I guess I think as you get older you just kind of learn more what scares you and nightmares are right there in your brain they know exactly what scares you so I'm also going to talk a little bit again about lucid dreaming just because it relates but I'm going to talk about some nightmares that just like general ideas of what kind of nightmares i have as an adult i've had two ones this past two years about but they really are lasting and i have to process them so i'm sure other people can relate my nightmares are about like unfortunately things that are real crisis and tragedies that can happen like stalking and assault like scary men trying to hurt me like it's not out of the question <laughs> that those good things those things can and do happen in real life um so and it's like i have to feel grateful that it's only a dream but then it's like okay but this is still the reality of the fear that i have to live in and i mean that's just not fair but yeah i have dreams where i have to get get out of these situations and i'm like panicking about like what to do and I might even have other people there with me, like, on my side, but it's still, like, just really scary, and I don't necessarily wake up right away as the fearful thing happens. Luckily, I do wake up when there's a slight amount of resolution, at least the past one I did, but still, it was not resolved. Um, But yeah, just having dreams like that can really shake me up and put me out of sorts for a long time, and I noticed... it does happen when, like, I've just been recently watching, like, scary movies, even just YouTube videos about scary movies. That was enough for it. If I'm, like, eating right before bed, especially, like, a really sugary thing or, like, soda or something like that, where it's more likely to give me those kind of dreams and nightmares. And so, lucid dreaming relates just because that's one way to sort of control your dreams and when you realize that you're dreaming it's not as scary obviously when you wake up and realize oh it's just a dream that's what makes you feel better but I had a dream that um made me so scared that I immediately got up and was like I was not relieved necessarily like I was relieved that it wasn't real but I was still like okay well I'm still scared like I still want to like take precautions like close my blinds think about like if anyone's been following me like take down pictures online that give away anything about where I live like it's scary out here and it's good to process it so I write down my dreams and that's helpful for lucid dreaming because the more you think about dreams and dreaming the more likely you'll be to become lucid during a dream and it's helpful for nightmares because writing down stuff is helpful to process it so writing down negative things that happen to you Can kind of dampen those emotions and put, um, a degree of separation between you and what happened. So when you remember it again, you're remembering the last time you remembered it, instead of having it be like a really strong visceral reaction, you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember I processed that. Oh yeah, I remember I thought about that already. So some things that I've like thought about is that, In the dream, one of the aspects that I was really afraid of and both times is, like, being on display and being vulnerable that way. And I think that comes down to, like, not wanting to be known, you know? Like, having big windows that I'm hoping to draw the blinds on, like, that otherwise people would see right into my private, like, living quarters. And things, like, it's always almost always a man is related even if that's not the main thing that's upsetting me but in these past two cases it was um a man is involved in a way that's negative <laughs> so that's something to unpack I haven't really impacted that much other than the fact that yeah societally that makes sense and I don't I don't think that that means that I don't trust men it, entirely or anything like that it just means that like I'm fearful and I'm cautious and I'm thinking about that the fact that mostly perpetrators of violence are men and you're more likely to the thing is you're more likely to be hurt by someone you know so these dreams of like random strangers is a bit detached from reality in that sense where if you're really looking to prevent domestic abuse like if you're really looking to prevent assault and all these kind of things like you have to look at your relationships and do you have trust there and do you feel safe like that's some of the first things to ask and just unpacking all that that's kind of why I am afraid of um commitment and just like even in the smallest sense of like intimacy just the smallest sense of like getting to know somebody like meeting new people because like I don't trust them whether they're men or women I don't want to let people in if they're just going to hurt me and leave me. And I really hate to say it, but it's true. <laughs> like it's very um cliché, I guess. Like it's like, "Oh yeah, once bitten, twice shy," but like yeah, like it's scary to put yourself out there and date people and try to make friends cuz like you can get rejected, you can get hurt. People can use stuff they learn about you against you. And it makes me just want to put walls up more and just avoid just have like avoidment avoiding an avoiding attachment style so just working on a secure attachment is hard because like it involves other people it's not something i can just work on alone eventually once you do the inner work and work on yourself then you want to see how you are in the context of a relationship and that can be really scary because it's not just about you anymore and you can't just be like fiercely independent you have to have some sort of dependency on another person to show up to make plans with you and follow through with them and if you surround yourself with flaky people then you're going to be disappointed especially if that's something that you value and that you you expect if you expect people to I mean I don't think it's too much to I think it's it's kind of a given in my opinion that you'll expect people to follow through with their plans but some people just don't care as much I guess and Maybe they have a similar lifestyle, but I'm someone who likes to plan ahead and follow through with the plans and be told when the plans will change. Like, I I don't think that's too much to ask, especially when, you know, like, as an adult, like, with adult friends and stuff, like, if you don't do all that planning, then you won't see each other. And I'm trying to make sure we see each other. So when my own friendships and relationships feel like just lacking in some way and... I don't feel like comfortable talking to anyone new. Like I can be really upset by that and not really know what to do. Other than just keep trying to like put myself out there and go into public and do things that make me happy that hopefully I'll find other people there like hiking, going to gay bars, going to art classes and dance and hula hoop and being in nature and the beach. And it's just hard because there's so many reasons that it's hard. But one of the reasons is just not even knowing, on the most basic level, should I trust my myself to be safe around you? Should I trust you to be a safe person for me? Like, emotionally and even just physically, like, are you an ex-murderer, you know? Like, it's really tough. So that's, like, the kind of thing that is on my mind when I'm having, when I'm processing these nightmares. Like, what does it mean and stuff? And I also look towards, like, you know, like I said, like, what media is what media have I been consuming? But, like, the thing is, lately I've been really focusing on, like, comedy. Like, I'm not trying to scare myself at all, especially not right before bed. But just one day of, like, looking at different YouTube videos, like, there that are ranking scary movies and scary movie genres, like, horror versus thriller. All these things that I'm really interested in and I like. I, I guess it just affected me this time. And maybe it affects me more often and I just don't remember the dream sometimes. That's a possibility. But, yeah, it's it's kind of a bummer when something that I enjoy of, like, scary movies and things like Mindhunter that are really just interesting psychologically and just it's good art and it's funny. (laughs) Like, a lot of horror is funny, but I guess that's partly my coping mechanism as well. But, yeah, it's kind of a bummer when I realize that I can't necessarily consume that without getting a nightmare sometimes. Like, I feel like a kid in that way. Like, oh, really? Like, I'm still that's still a thing like I feel like that wasn't even a thing that much when I was a kid like I would watch I wouldn't have nightmares from scary movies I would have nightmares that were like recurring nightmares I had the whole monster chasing you thing like when I was a young kid as I got older it became more nuanced more like more like an energy thing like just a really nerve-wracking dreams that are like just anxiety inducing but then that would end up being like a really big thing. Like one small mistake leading to a really big thing. And that goes right into my anxiety. Like, But yeah, I was surprised by these dreams. I just didn't know that that was what's going on in my brain. So I'm, I'm happy at least to have this information, right? That's all I can do with it. Is just take it as knowledge. I've talked about dreams before on the podcast. When I talked about lucid dreaming. But just to like do a little recap, like, there's a lot of different thought processes when looking at what do dreams mean, there's, you can, like, look up little dictionary definitions, like, dream dictionary, like, what does this mean, what does that mean, like, teeth falling out would mean, like, perfectionism, but, like, if specifically you've had moments where, like, at the doctor or otherwise where you have teeth pulled, it could be related to that, and then, like, if someone dies, you might just be afraid of losing them, and, Things like that where sometimes it's really specific and it tells you a specific reason why you'd have that dream. But it's always important to be individualizing the interpretation you have of your dream because it's your dream and your psyche. And you and your therapist and people who know you probably could tell you better than an internet definition of it. But it is important to notice that our society does have a lot of symbols and archetypes. So it does make sense for these really symbolic dreams to happen especially if you're looking at something that's specific to your culture. Like in some cultures having a dream that has like god in it or that has like telling you to do something would be a pr- prophetic dream like a a message from god and that would be seen as like holy and important and you would people would take that with reverence and not just Brush it off, and that's one reason why my nightmares scare me. Because I I entertain that idea of I'm like, am I just having a prophetic dream, and like this is a prophecy that's, I'm like having like a premonition, and like this is gonna happen, or I'm like having some sort of extrasensory understanding of like what's going on around me, like not even extrasensory, just like intuition, you know, like. So I think that's part of why it scares me when that happens, because I'm like, am I picking up on something, <laughs> like. Hopefully it's just fear. Because certainly not wish fulfillment, which is another purpose of dreams. Just, like, living out your fantasy. I feel like I never get those. It's always just, like, work. Like, I feel like I have so many dreams just about work. And just doing what I do on a daily basis. But its I know it's the locations are always different. And it's interesting to look into, like, how my dreams differ from other people's. And how my dreams have changed over the years. And looking into lucid dreaming has made me really interested in all of that. And there is a book by Sigmund Freud about interpreting dreams. I've never read it. I know that he's not necessarily... It's important to learn about Freud, but it's not needed to see him as an all-knowing source. Like, not all of his theories have been backed up. His theory of psychotherapy, where you just do free association has been helpful for some people but it's not the only way to do therapy for sure there's many different approaches and it's important to find the right one for you so when freud would look at dreams he would look at you know i think he'd look at his wish fulfillment like um obviously the different envies like um if a woman had a dream about being a man then that would be like penis envy and then i think a different psychologists coined the term I think womb envy maybe like the idea that men are jealous that they never get to like carry a child and have that connection to their children which I found very interesting because I have talked about men talked to men about that before where they they feel kind of left out which is really interesting because it's like it's a really hard process to go through you have to be menstruating your whole life and then get pregnant and then deal with that pregnancy and then deal with childbirth and then eventually have menopause like I feel like they're only looking at one aspect of it which is like the connection aspect of like carrying the child and breastfeeding and stuff but they don't look at all the the cramps and the bleeding and many different forms of bleeding so yeah (laughs) there's pros and cons right and I can't really remember any other things about Freud I'll, I'll update if I do